Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So, why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Today in Business from Wired. HP wins huge fraud case against Autonomy's Mike Lynch. Just hours after the ruling, the UK Home Secretary approved Lynch's extradition to the United States, where he faces further charges. By Chris Stokel Walker. After years of wrangling, HP has won its civil fraud case against Autonomy founder and chief executive Mike Lynch. The ruling, the biggest civil fraud trial in UK history, came just hours before the UK Home Secretary, Priti Patel, approved Lynch's extradition to the United States, where he faces further fraud charges. The UK's High Court found that HP had substantially succeeded in proving that autonomy executives had fraudulently boosted the firm's reported revenue, earnings, and value. HP paid $11 billion for the firm back in 2011 and later announced an $8.8 billion write down of its value. In court, HP claimed damages of $5 billion, but the judge said the total amount due would be considerably less and announced at a later date. Kelwin Nichols, Lynch's lawyer and a partner at law firm Clifford Chance, said his client intends to appeal the High Court ruling. In a later statement, Nichols said his client would also appeal the extradition order in the UK's High Court. This week's events are the latest twist in an extradition process that began in November 2019, when the US Embassy in London submitted a request for Lynch to face trial in the United States on 17 counts, including wire fraud, conspiracy, and securities fraud. Lynch denies all charges against him. Nicholas Ryder, professor in financial crime at the University of the West of England, describes it as the Colt 45 for the U.S. Department of Justice, an all pervasive and powerful move. That's their go to charge. The ramifications for Mr. Lynch are significant. At the time of the autonomy acquisition, HP's then chairman said he had serious cold feet about the deal, according to claims subsequently made in court. The company claimed some former members of Autonomy's management team used accounting improprieties, misrepresentations, and disclosure failures to inflate the underlying financial metrics of Autonomy. Among them was Lynch, then CEO of the firm. In 2015, HP filed a lawsuit in the UK against Lynch, alleging he was involved in the publication of false accounts that overstated how valuable Autonomy's business was. Now, more than a decade after the ink dried on the deal, and nearly seven years after Lynch was taken to court, the civil case in the UK is complicated by a parallel case involving the United States' Department of Justice. 
the ramifications of which could be huge for Lynch. In a related trial, his former colleague at Autonomy, Chief Financial Officer Sushovan Hussein, was found guilty of fraud in a U.S. court in May 2019, imprisoned for five years, and fined $4 million, as well as asked to forfeit $6.1 million more. In July 2021, a London court ruled that Lynch could be extradited, with the judge saying that the U.K. civil case's findings would be of very limited relevance to the U.S. case. Until now, Patel had delayed signing an extradition request for someone currently being tried in the U.K. for largely similar crimes, but now Lynch might be running out of options. He could be facing a significant amount of time in prison if convicted of the 17 counts of fraud, Ryder says of the U.S. criminal charges against Lynch. The case highlights a curiosity in parallel twin-track legal proceedings. We have a situation where a UK citizen, based in the UK, is accused of fraud against an American company, says Thomas Catty, a solicitor at UK immigration law firm Gerson, which has been monitoring the Lynch legal case. That American company used the UK courts to pursue civil action, yet the US Department of Justice subsequently wants to pursue criminal charges against Lynch in the United States. There are an awful lot of factors at play here, says Cathy, who at a previous law firm worked on the case of Scottish hacker Gary McKinnon, who successfully held off extradition to the United States thanks to the intervention of then-Home Secretary Theresa May. Lynch finds himself stuck in a transatlantic tiff that legal experts have called unprecedented. Patel has been put in a complicated position, having signed the extradition document. She has seemingly affirmed that U.S. legal proceedings take precedence over a U.K. case. Her decision is also another reminder of the perceived imbalance in the extradition agreement between the U.K. and the U.S. Ultimately, U.S. prosecutors could use the terms of the 2003 extradition treaty signed between the U.S. and U.K., which allows the U.S. to extradite British citizens for alleged offenses under U.S. law, even if those offenses are alleged to have occurred in the U.K., but not the other way round. However, not everyone agrees with that point of view. The narrative in relation to the perceived imbalance often is one outside the court, says Richard Cannon, partner at Stoko Partnership Solicitors, who specialize in criminal defense and civil litigation. It's very rarely, in my experience, something the courts can or would consider. Despite this, the case is being watched carefully because of the eye-watering numbers involved and its implications for the UK tech and business community. The worry is that the Lynch case could create a precedent around the primacy of one legal system over the other. I think that the U.S. has more aggressive powers in terms of pursuing these kinds of cases against individuals who aren't in the U.K., says Katy. I think there's just a general sense of unfairness, he adds. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at Wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.